This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Welcome to the Charity Stripe on the all-new Mightier 1090 AM SoCal Sports Talk. And now, this is the moment you've all been waiting for. We are live on the Charity Stripe Podcast with your hosts, Alex, Josh, and Nick. We're back once again. It's the Charity Stripe Pitcher Free Throws because they're free. I'm Joshua Fisher along with Alexander Tosopoulos and Nicholas Snacks Kreider. If you don't like a DJ Airhorn sound effect, come talk to us. It's the new year. We're open to new possibilities on Instagram at the.charity.stripe or on Twitter at underscore charity stripe underscore or on Club Penguin, the dash charity dash stripe 76. Um, because 76 is a great number and Club Penguin is back. So don't be shy. Come hop in our igloo and we could talk about this DJ Airhorn sound effect. We could also talk about college football playoffs. Play the hits is what they say and is what we were talking about on our podcast, which you can find anywhere you get your podcast, Spotify, Apple, the whole shebang. Play the hits. Georgia and Bama meet once again. What's the line on betonline.ag, which is our sponsor, our lovely sponsor. They're coming with us into 2022. We love them more than certain family members, and our certain family, certain family members know that. And we're not ashamed to say it. Nicholas, what's the line? What's the over-unders? Line right now is uh, plus two and a half for Bama. Uh, hmm. some, some sites, some books have it at plus three. Um, if you can get it plus three, then I would get it plus three. And then they've got Bama at plus 120 or plus 125 money line, which I also like as well. I, Personally, I sprinkle a little money on both lines. I, I took the points and I took the money line. Mm, nice. Toss, how are you feeling about the situation? I'm intrigued. I know going into the college football playoff, we had said and stated that we didn't want to see this as the, the end result, but we're here and based off of the semifinal games, I'm kind of excited now about this game. The line excites me even more how close it is. Both these teams handily took care of business. So I'm really interested because I I feel like my gut check is that it's going to be a low-scoring defensive affair. And I... By the way, the over-under is 52.5. So if if it's low-scoring like you think it is, then that should be able to hit. Yeah, my my gut says that Bama's going to cover the spread. And it's going to be a low-scoring affair. Hmm. Well, let's remind the viewers and listeners. Last time we met to discuss college football playoffs was was the last radio show of the new year for us. And every team was alive. The games hadn't happened yet. We said Bama spread. We were correct. They dismantled Cincinnati. We said the under in that game. We were also correct. We said Michigan spread 
We swung and missed on that one hard. That was a Blair Walsh wide left type situation. And we had the under in that one as well. We also hit. I think the over under is in interesting. I think people are going to be jazzed up, take the over um, because both teams were high, semi high scoring in the last, in the first round of the college football playoffs. But I'm with you, Toss. I think it's going to be a defensive affair. I think the teams are going to have a lot more difficulty moving the ball, especially. I think I'm not saying that Bama's win was a fluke. I'm saying their decimation of Georgia was a fluke in the SEC championship game. I think the game's going to be a lot tighter. I'm hoping the game's a lot tighter. Uh, we've come out and said on our show, our Horns Up podcast, which, are tech, which is our Texas podcast, Quan Cosby, that it's boring to see these teams in it over and over again. We don't want to see the SEC championship played out. It's better for the sport to have new teams in there. I said that on the couch with some of my buddies, and they basically took a dump on my chest and said that notion was complete shenanigans and awful. And honestly, I'm standing by it because I really do as hey, look, this is probably the two best teams. Yes, but it really would have been for me, at least more exciting to see Michigan come out and, and get their shot because as it stands right now, Harbaugh might be leaving for the NFL. I think when there's smoke, there's fire. There's a lot of jobs that are, are good. I think that Raiders job is a good job. Um, be interesting to see if they take their interim head coach, considering all, all things considered with all these guys like dropping like flies, Hobbs, another DUI uh, cornerback rookie for the Raiders. Like, why not give him a shot if he's right at the ship? You know, if, if he makes the playoffs, then I think he deserves an opportunity for sure. Absolutely. Um, I mean, despite everything that's happened this year, I mean, that's an amazing feat for them to go out and overcome adversity and make the playoffs, if that's the case. Uh, really quickly, before we get into all of this, um, I will just say one point to the over-under. I usually think that in situations where the previous game was a high-scoring affair, that the defenses both make adjustments and they do um, clean it up a little bit. They watch the game film over and over again, and they make sure that they don't get gouged like they did in the previous game, right? That last game was 41 to 24 BAM over Georgia. That's a 65 point over under. So I do think that 50, 52, uh, I mean, it's a lot of points in the difference of the last game, but at the same time, we're looking at adjustments from two great defenses from two great coaches as well. I think they're going to make the adjustments they need to do. And it's going to be a defensive game. Like Toss just said. Yeah, I'm about that. And honestly, Bama is the Chiefs to me. I'd rather bet with them and lose than bet against them and lose. I can't bet against Bama and lose. Like, I do if- think, I do think if you're a Georgia fan, you have to feel pretty good right now, because this is the best your team has ever been, at least in the last 20 years. I mean, you could talk about the Stafford Moreno team, but as far as how we felt about them consistently throughout the year. This was majority of the season. We were saying that Georgia was the best team in football. Mm. And we and that hasn't always been the case with their teams in the past. Well, you think it's better than the Sony Michelle, Nick Chubb team. The, first of all, that team is like a halftime away of Nick Saban. Absolutely. You know, ro- rolling the dice and was one of the craziest adjustments in the history of college football entering to attack of in for Jalen hurts um, and beating them. You think this team is better than I'm not, I, I'm not saying it is. I'm just asked posing the question because I think that, at least I, I think, think that be. the way, that, again, the way that we felt about this team during the regular season. Yes. Uh, that yes. would lead me to believe going into this game, that this is the best team that they've had. More importantly, in regards to the betting, I expect that a lot of people feel the same way about Alabama that you just said, Josh, that they think they're the chiefs. They've won this X amount of times. So they're probably going to be hitting the spread hard going into this game. And that's just going to, it's going to slowly inch Georgia's money line odds in their favor. And this isn't a scenario where 
they're plus 300, they're plus 400. We really don't think that they actually could update, uh, mm-hmm. upset them. So I think that if you're a Georgia fan, you have to feel pretty good about this. Like if you want to take the money, take the money line plus odds, this is the best chance you're really going to have. Because on the flip side, this Alabama team is a little bit shakier in comparison to some of their teams in past. Agreed. Agreed. I Look, I think they should feel a lot better after that Michigan game. They smothered them. That, and it wasn't like that game was ever close. Harbaugh, we talked about in our last podcast with one of the worst first quarter, fourth down calls I've ever seen in my life. That was some straight rookie mode Madden nonsense. I mean, they smothered them like my Jewish mother from Long Island smothers me, like suffocating. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to my mom, though, and her family, which is also shout out to Child Protective Services. Yeah, <laughs> shout out to yeah, shout, they're doing their best out there. Child Protective Services. Um, but yeah, it is. It's going to be a good one. I'm pulling back a little bit and going glass half full and just hoping for a great game versus being like, oh, we have these two teams again. Oh, I've been you know ranting and raving against this the whole time. I'm going to accept it for what it is. And, I just want to make some money for a good game. Yeah, on BetOnline.ag. Yeah, it's a great place to make money. It is. Uh, we could also make money, not just in college football, but in the NFL. A lot of great games, Super Bowls coming up. Um, I would love to hear your guys with the whole Antonio Brown situation going on and the Cowboys losing to the Cardinals. Maybe at the very end of the segment, we give quickly, you know, heading into the last week, our Super Bowl picks, like one team you really think most confident is going to win the whole thing. Obviously, the Chiefs losing to the Bengals in Cincinnati, propelling the Titans to the top the AFC. But first we have a bevy of playoff scenarios. Um, Chargers Raiders flex to Sunday night. Winner goes in. So we got Knicks Chargers and the 1090 Chargers, you know, our hometown Chargers, And we got the Raiders. There's some 1090ers for sure who love the Raiders. Nick, I know you have a little love for them. Ironically, um, you know, we're, we're boys of Deshaun Jackson. So we root for the Raiders um, silently over here in our section. Um, but yeah, that's going to be a great game. Flex to Sunday night. Ravens basically need everyone to lose the Colts to lose to the Jags. If the Colts win and they're in, they're playing the Jacksonville Jaguars. If they lose that game, they don't, I mean, they deserve to not make the playoffs. That would be absolutely embarrassing at this point. Um, and the Steelers, if the Steelers win and Colts lose, then they're in. So basically winner of Ravens and Steelers is in if the Colts lose. And the, if, and if the Raiders, win, if the Raiders win, then they're in then they're in and also the Ravens are in. But if the Chargers beat the Raiders, then I believe it's the Colts that go ahead of them. Um, So if the Raiders win and mm-hmm. the Colts lose, yes, you're right. I, I think that means that the, I mean, of course, the Steelers have to win as well. Um, There's a lot of scenarios out there. Um, If I was, you know, really just putting all my money on it, I would say the Chargers come away with it. And I think the Colts come away with it. I mean, those that's just the the easy outcome, I think. I mean, let's be honest, looking at the odds right now for betonline.ag, the Colts are favored by 16 points on the road against Jacksonville. Um, I don't think there's any way they lose this game. I mean, this is a team that has fought really hard all season long, has battled adversity, and has been able to really get the job done. So I don't think that that team's going to lose. Um, that would crumble the hopes of the Ravens, of course, if they do lose. Um, and I think that would also crumble the hopes of the Steelers. So that just leaves the Raiders and the Chargers. And I do believe the Chargers get the job done in Las Vegas. Um, you know, it's been a good season, like we just mentioned at the top of the show, for the Raiders battling as well without 
their head coach getting fired in the middle of the season with the rug situation with the Hobbs with Arnett, all this stuff that going down. Derek Carr has definitely, you know, raised himself in all of our books. I think that we've all gained a little bit of respect for him. But at the end of the day, this Chargers team is ready. And I think that they're, uh, they're poised. They had a nice tune-up game against the Broncos. Um, they're scary when they're clicking and then when they're at full health. And really what it comes down to is just being at full health. I mean, the game yeah. that they lost against Houston was just the game because 20 players had COVID. Yeah. And if those players play, maybe we've even like two of those players play. Let's say Joey Bosa plays and let's say Austin Eckler plays. I mean, it's a big, big, big X factor. Absolutely. So that's where I think you know the money is going to be. Um, and then the flip side, you have the NFC as well. There are three teams in the mix for one more um, playoff spot. Uh, actually, two teams left, sorry, for one more playoff spot. Mm. And it is the Niners and the Saints. Basically, the Saints got to win, Niners got to lose. That's it for that yep. to happen. Interesting. Um, crazy the Saints can make it in. They had a similar situation to your Chargers, Nick, where Ian Book stepped into the game. And no offense to him, great that he's in the NFL. Obviously, he's a super talented player. Nonetheless, put in a Nathan Peterman-type performance. Um, I'm with you. Colts, easy money right there. If the, I, can't, I would be so shocked if the Colts lost as 16-point favorites. Listen, I'm not saying they necessarily cover. But losing to the Jags, who are nothing short of a peewee football team at this point, they've been absolutely pathetic. Urban Meyer, one of the worst hires, if not the worst hire in NFL history. Um, I would honestly rather go get a great job in the sanitation department uh, in, in a big city than go be the head coach of the Jaguars at this point. It so is just a gong show. There's no Fuck. chance Harbaugh leaves Michigan to go to Jacksonville? No way. You'd, you'd have to be a grade A moron. Yeah, no, I mean, there's there's plenty of other jobs out there that will be desirable. You can't go to the college football playoff and turn around and go to your family. Hey, by the way, I know we have a great situation going on here in Michigan. Let's all ship down to Jacksonville, Florida, and let me coach the Jags. Where no one succeeds, by the way. No one succeeds. Right. It's not a it's not a team like his previous NFL team that has a lot of history, a good front office, consistently has top tier players and a good coaching staff around the head coach. So, you know, it, it's just, I don't, you're going to probably get someone in there. Who's a first time head coach, right? That, that oh, would yeah. be, the, that would be the guess. And they're talking about Jim Caldwell getting another run at it. It's like, look, he was fine, but how many shots are we going to give this guy? I would imagine it'd have to be an offensive minded guy. They bring in to, you know, hopefully guide Trevor Lawrence. Um, but I'm going with the Colts, and I think your Chargers get it done, Nick. I think it's pumpkin time for the uh, Vegas Raiders. Um, you know, look, they've had an amazing run thus far. And again, it really is incredible um, to see what they've done with uh, all, that's, all that's gone on. Um, but I, I think it's time for the Chargers to get in there and, and take care of the job, which, you know what, quite honestly, like the Chargers and the Colts going in, uh, the Ravens have had unsurmountable things to come over, even from the jump. They lost all their running backs. They're bringing anybody who was anybody off the street. Honestly, I thought they were two days away from bringing Terrell Davis, you know, Emmett Smith going for a run. That's how close they were. Uh, I'm surprised AP. I'm surprised AP didn't get over there at some point. It felt like he played for like five teams this year. Uh, and he scored a touchdown. He'll go for like six six uh, attempts for eight yards and a touchdown on every team. Yeah. And speaking of which, one of the teams that he did play for this year is getting their their primetime running back back. Uh, Derrick Henry was activated for Tennessee, and I think that that's a big trouble for the rest of the AC, in my opinion. I mean, as of 
stands right now, if they win their game, that they stay the number one seed in the AFC with the first round bye. That gives Derrick Henry another week to get even more healthy and just adds probably one of the most deadly running backs you could ever face in the history of the NFL in the playoff. Look, that, first of all, that means everything's going through Nashville. So you don't have to go through Kansas City anymore. And quite frankly, you don't have to go through Cincinnati, which is great because going through Cincinnati isn't as easy as people think it is, clearly. You're getting Derrick Henry back, like you're saying, Nick. He also has another week to rehab. They don't have to play a game that week. So he gets another week to get reacclimated. Um, and again, that just he's their focal point of the offense. It just transforms their team completely. It makes Tannehill nine times better. You know, now that he can really run the play action effectively, it obviously opens up that. It means it opens up things for AJ Brown, gives Julio more time to get ready. I mean, especially with all the COVID going on, if you can get that extra bye week, lock your guys in and kind of, you know, bubble people up and make sure your team's fully ready to go for the playoffs, that extra bye week is going to be massive. Um, but this is going to be an interesting playoff. I mean, the Bucks were so close to what I thought was really going to be a repeat situation, losing two of their top receivers. Um, and a lot's, you know, dependent on how Gronkowski can be and can he be healthy through the rest of the season. Um, I really wanted more of the Cowboys against the Cardinals. Um, so I'm, I'm curious to see how they come up against the Eagles. Uh, if they, if they smack the Eagles who have already clinched, um, then I'll rehab my confidence in the Cowboys. Um, but between them and the Cardinals, I, ne- I don't necessarily know. And who would you guys rather see in the playoffs, the Niners or the Saints? I feel like I know the answer, but I'm just going to throw it out there. I think personally, I'd rather play the Saints just because of the quarterback issues. Yeah. Um, and, but here's the thing. I think that that's the team that's actually going to make the playoffs because they play against Atlanta, which is an easier opponent. And San Francisco plays against the Rams, who still need to play. They, they're not taking this game off. I mean, they want higher seating here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You want to control as much of the home field as you possibly can in the playoffs. You want as high of a seat as possible. They're playing for something. Um, so we, you think the Saints are going to go in, but you would rather the Niners? Is that my takeaway? I do. I mean, the result has to be the Saints win, the Niners lose. But if you're looking at it on paper, I, I like that, that outcome. Okay. Toss, what do you think? Yeah, I mean, I agree with Nick there. I think that it, it feels as of now, like the most likely outcome just because of the opponents that they're playing and the Rams, like you mentioned, they're playing for home. They're playing for the division. They have to Mm -hmm. win this game. They they win this game. They win the division. So, I mean, not home seeding. Who's the head of the division. Are they the exact same thing? No, they're still important though. Right? Like you want to come out of a game saying that you won your division, especially when it's a division like the NFC West, that means something who knows if they go all the way to the Super Bowl this year, but they can hang their hat at at the bare minimum on the fact that they won the division. So they're certainly going to be competing. I would prefer to see the 49ers because I enjoy watching them play more. I think they're a better matchup to any team that they're faced against. I don't trust the saints quarterbacking play. I don't like watching them on offense this year. Um, Unfortunately, I I would feel differently if Jameis was still healthy right now, because I actually liked what he was doing early in the season, but agree with Nick. I think that most likely outcome, they beat the Falcons. So, yeah. Yeah. If we had, first of all, if we had Jameis in the picture, he never got hurt. We wouldn't be in the situation at all. I think they would have probably had the spot. Um, Now the, the Niners looking on the outside in. I think it really, it's a really important game for the Rams because you don't want to go on the road from the jump. 
I know the Bucs did it last year. They didn't win the division, um, and they go on the road the entire way of the playoffs, all three games, they go to the Super Bowl. But you really don't want to be on the road. At least you'd rather play in front of your home crowd. Um, but there's a lot of good teams in that NFC. So real quick, heading into the last week, Super Bowl pick, if you had to bet on one team, Toss, who you got? I got to stick with my guns. Called it from the beginning, the pack attack. The Cheeseheads, I think Rodgers, we talked about it on our, our podcast earlier this week. Their guys are just getting healthier. You mentioned the Titans. Their guys are getting healthy, obviously, but you bring you bring Preston Williams, Zedarius Smith, and or Preston Smith, Zedarius Smith, and Jair Alexander all back fully healthy. Dylan Jones, one-two punch with Devontae and Aaron Rodgers. Very complete team. Alan Zard's playing some of his best football, too. I like them to go all the way, especially with, with that number one seed. Nicholas, what are you thinking, my man? Ditto. Yeah, I think it's the Packers. It really just comes down to the fact that the games that they've lost really weren't played by Aaron Rodgers besides the first one. Mm-hmm. Jordan Love came in, and, and that's how they lost those games. Um, they're really unstoppable right now when it comes to how they're playing on offense and on defense, and I just don't think anyone's going to have any anything to say about that, um, especially in the NFC. I think the trouble that they find will be in the Super Bowl. The better of the teams would be um, like the Chiefs and potentially even like a team like the Colts or the Titans. Mm. I'm going to say something nuts. Either the Titans lose in the first game they play. So let's say they, if the Titans win the AFC, the first game they play, they lose. They don't go to the AFC championship. If they win that first game, I'm picking them to do the whole thing. To win it all or just go? The whole thing. Wow. Yeah, I mean, we just talked talk about how Derrick Henry's healthy. So, I mean, that's the next factor for them. I think I, there's no way the Titans win the Super Bowl. I think it's crazy, but I think Vrabel pulls a rabbit out of his hat. First of all, I would run through a brick wall for that, man. Second of all, we have discount double-checked Julio the whole season, and I'm feeling like this could be his coming out party. So, I'm going to ride with the Titans. I know it's a crazy pick. We have another segment coming at you guys. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. I'm Joshua Fisher. That was Alexander Sopolis, Nicholas Snacks, Kreider. We're the charity stripe giving you football picks and we'll give you some NBA. Hit your free throws. We will be right back with the charity stripe on the all new mightier 1090 AM SoCal sports talk. This is the story of the one as head of maintenance at a concert hall. He knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. 